Welcome to the Courage to Stand Tall podcast. I'm your host, Donnie Salazar. If you want to learn more about me, please go to DonnieSalazar.com. I'm an author, motivational speaker. I'm a coach. I'm also a husband to an amazing wife and a father to 10 amazing kids. This podcast is here to help you develop the courage to stand tall in all that you desire to do. So enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 4 of Courage to Stand Tall. Today we're going to be discussing the courage to let others in. You know, as I've traveled across the country coaching students and and helping them just develop businesses, but getting more powerful with goal setting and routines, the first thing I ask them all the time is, what is your story? What are you all about? How do you handle adversity? My question for you today is, what is your story? What are you what are you about? And are you afraid to to tell people your story? Are you afraid what people would think if they knew your background? Just a while ago, I was given a presentation in Las Vegas and at the end of my presentation, I had to get to the airport really fast because I literally had 45 minutes to get to the airport and to get on the plane. So, I get to the airport within about 15 minutes. That means I have 30 minutes to get through security and get to the so I'm running and luckily I have TSA pre-check so I get through security pretty fast and then I'm running to, to my gate and as I get to my gate they've already finished up boarding and I was pretty much one of the last people to to board and I get to my seat and my I have the window seat so I have to climb over two guys just to get to my seat and I'm still in my suit from my presentation the gentleman in the middle seat was kind of watching me and he said you look sharp and I said thank you and then he, he proceeded to ask me, well, what do you do? And I said, well, I'm an author, I'm a speaker, I'm a coach. I help people with their goals and their routines and help them just have a stronger mindset. And he's like, you know, one day I would like to write a book. I said, oh, really? What would you write your book on? He's all, well, what I do for my profession. I say, and what is that? And he says, well, I'm a doctor. I said, oh, that's great. I said, are you a doctor here in Las Vegas? He said, yeah. And also a doctor in Alco, Nevada and in Utah. I said, oh, great. What do, what do you specialize in? And he says, I work on chronic diseases. And I said, oh, that's great. I said, so tell me a little bit about your book. He starts to tell me all these technical things about his book. And I kind of felt a little bored. <laughs> and I'm sure doctors would find it fascinating. So I asked him a question. I said, what is your story? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me why you became a doctor, what that took, things like that. And he starts to tell me, you know, just kind of give me his credentials. You know, I, I graduated first in my class in India in medical, and then I got a scholarship to the United States to practice my residency here. And I said, oh, that's great. I said, tell me about your family. Tell me how you grew up. And he was reluctant. He didn't want to share that with me, but I kept prying, and I'm not afraid to pry. <laughs> So he proceeds to tell me, he says, you know, I grew up in a poor family. My mother had a fourth grade education. My father had a 10th grade education and they could barely make ends meet. And for me to go to medical school, it was, it was hard. And he said that he had to teach himself mathematics and he created a system to where he could really understand math and how to study better and how to become better in what he does as his profession. He's just got really creative. And I said, 
that's the story you need to tell in your book. Yeah, it's great that you understand your field. I said, but people want to understand, you know, how you got there. And that's the thing is we're afraid to tell our stories. We're afraid to let others in sometimes because it's hard to let them see our backgrounds. I mean, you take my background. I grew up in a home of alcoholics and drug addicts and gangsters and drug dealers. And we were poor at times, but it's what you've done to overcome and become who you are is what people want to know. And I wrote this quote a while back, and it's I believe it's in the book, Hers to Stand Tall. It says, if we are to shift our lives, we need to have the courage to open the door and allow the right people in. And I hear, I don't want people to, to judge me for my past. Well, if we don't shift our lives, then they will judge us. But if we shift our lives and we're becoming better, and we take ownership of our stories, then the people that we l- that we allow into our lives are the right people because they'll encourage us. They'll help us become better. And they'll lift us up and they'll just give us guidance. We all want to be accepted, and I know that. And everybody wants to be accepted, whether it's at work, at school, um, in society, on social media, all that stuff. We all want to be accepted. But have you found that sometimes with that acceptance that we're wanting so badly we want it from the wrong people i've seen that in my life you know i've wanted acceptance from my mom from my brother from my stepdad but in reality they're the wrong people to to want acceptance from the people i want acceptance from are the people i'm helping change the people that are helping me change and that's my family that's my wife my children they're my biggest fans But also, I have other people in my life that have allowed me to become who I am, that have taught me ways to become a better father, to become a better husband, to become a better businessman. And I've surrounded myself with highly successful people. And these highly successful people, when they hear my story... They're not, they're not judging me for my past. They're actually applauding me. And when I've allowed them in my life to see who I really am, they stay in my life because they want to see me succeed. Sometimes when we're afraid to let people in, we're missing out on the opportunities to learn, missing out on the opportunities to become the best version of ourselves. In allowing people in our lives, we take a risk that they're the wrong people. Sometimes taking that risk, it pays off, and the right people are out there. They're there to help us become motivated, to help us see a different way of living. I've shared the story of the elephants and being conditioned. While reconditioning my life, it took other people. It took me to allow people in my life and to hear my story, even though I was embarrassed by how I grew up. It really didn't matter to them. What mattered is what I was going to do from that point on. My whole life, I have been playing catch up. I grew up in a family where education wasn't a priority. And then I was constantly playing catch up. So my education skills, you know, learning how to study, learning how to do all those things were different. It was hard. It took a lot of fight to educate myself and it took a lot of vulnerability to show people that I didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have the ability to learn. I had to figure out how to do that. There's a man in my life. We'll just call him John who 
I love and adore, and I'm grateful for all that he's done for me. So I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And when I was 20, I served a two-year mission for the church. And John helped me get out on my mission. He wrote me while I was on my mission. And just before I left, my dad died. So I didn't have really a lot of family to send me letters and things like that. And John did that. Just before I was coming home, he did something very, very awesome. (laughs) It was awesome what he did. He got me registered into college. Now, I need you to understand something. I didn't graduate high school. I left three months before graduation. And the reason for that was because I was trying to help my dad overcome his, his addiction. And like I said in the last episode, it took me down a dark hole and I just didn't finish. John knew this. And so he got me set up with the, with one of the colleges here in Utah. And he set me up also classes to get my GED. So I would take college classes and take classes to get my GED. And so I got my GED after a few tries, of course, because I had to learn how to study for school. But he never looked down on me. What he did is he he looked at me and he says, okay, I see you're wanting to change. I see you're wanting to become better. Let me help you. And that's what he did. You know, I got my GED within a month of being back from my mission. I went to college and it was all because of him. I wouldn't have known how to do those things. I wouldn't have known anything about that. I knew I wanted to change my life. I knew I wanted to become better and get an education. I just didn't know how because there's, there wasn't people in my life that were showing me that path. But John did. That's what he did. He took it upon himself to help me. When we have the courage to let others into our lives, and especially if we want to change and become better, they see us differently. So I hope that you have the courage to, to allow others in. Yes, it's going to be a risk. Sometimes it's going to be hard and you don't want to be vulnerable, but you have to be. Here's my final thoughts. Playing catch up isn't a scary thing. It's okay to play catch up. When you have the right people in your life to help you catch up, you become pretty successful. You learn some good things. And I've learned a lot from John. He's been a great influence in my life. You know, I hear the term self-made man all the time. And I've even been told that I'm a self-made man. But I really don't believe that. You know, yes, I've had to fight. I've had to muster up the courage to be different and become who I am. But I wouldn't have been able to do those things without the right people in my life. So am I self-made? Maybe to a point. But I wouldn't be who I am without awesome people in my life. And I've had some pretty awesome people in my life to help me become who I am today. So have the courage to let others in. Take your story. And if it's a hard story to relive... Make it a positive one because that's what Courage to Stand Tall is about. You know, when I wrote Courage to Stand Tall, yeah, I struggled. It was scary. I had to relive a lot of the stuff that was in there. But with the right people in my life, I was able to find the positive and make it into a positive story instead of a negative story. When we have the courage to let others in, we have the courage to to share our story with them. And they're they're there to help us. With that said, I just want you to make sure you're letting the right people in, but also have the courage to be you. Let them know who you are and where you've come from because all of us have a story. And when we share that story, 
the right people will come. I promise. Have a courageous day. I hope that everyone's doing awesome today. And if you haven't got a copy of The Courage to Stand Tall, go to my website, DonnieSalazar.com. Click on the book. It will take you to Amazon. Also, I want to be able to help you in any way that I can. So I want to give you an invitation to be part of the Courage to Stand Tall Facebook page. Go in there. I'll accept your invitation. I'm just excited to help you in any way that I can to motivate you, to give you more courage each day, and give you the ability to fight for you and become the best version of yourself so others can see your light. I hope that you have a courageous day. And remember, courage is contagious, so spread.